Hey, what's up? How you doing today? I am really excited to start this new series on the podcast where I do song reviews and showcases for bands and all that kind of good stuff. So I did a post on the Brownings page saying to submit your music and I'm going to listen to it and review it and give my opinion on some things about it. And I love doing stuff like this. I did stuff like this on my Twitch stream and it, it seems to be really beneficial, not only for me, but just songwriters out there to hear like why I think certain things or why anyone thinks certain things. It's nice to have a third opinion on something. And then it's nice to just hear people's thought processes on what they think is good and not. And so my hope with doing this is to just um, open up people's eyes to a different perspective of what could be good for songwriting, maybe to just all in general become better, even myself. I like critically thinking about like, what in this song did I like and what did I not? And what can I do with my own songs to better myself going into the future? So I did a, a post on the Browning's Facebook saying, give me your songs. And I had over 500 comments on there. That's crazy. I was expecting a lot, but I was not expecting that much. So on this episode, I'm going to pick them at random, whatever catches my eye and uh, intrigues me to listen to the songs. And I'm, I plan on doing this at least every other week, but maybe every week. And with those 500 submissions, I got plenty <laughs> to pick from for multiple episodes. So if you submit it and you're listening to this at some point, one of these, I'm going to get to your stuff <laughs> for sure. But um, and one thing with this is well it's something i've done with other bands is to offer um privately as well uh, to listen to your songs as you're working on your records you send them to me we get on the phone and we talk about it and uh, to do that you can go to burnthisworld.com slash shop and i have a bunch of stuff on there so stuff like to where we can privately go over your songs uh for upcoming music or stuff you've already put out or you can also hire me to do guest vocals on there or you can uh, buy an ad slot to be a featured band on the podcast where i specifically talk about you and what you got going on and show your music and uh so yeah burnthisworld.com slash shop it's a way to support me but also i want to give back as well for that support so um, i don't have sponsors so that's just what i'm going to say burnthisworld.com slash shop and if there's anything on there that you're interested in hit me up and um you can purchase right on the site and we can make it happen so um yeah i appreciate you guys being here listening let's dive into a bunch of this music and let's all critically think about songwriting and music in a way to better ourselves going into the future so uh, i'm johnny mcbee and you're listening to the Burn This World podcast. All right. 
right, so I have a thought about exactly how I'm going to go about doing this. I wasn't expecting to get 500 submissions, uh, but I'm going to randomly go through this post, pick the ones that catch my eye, and go with that. That's what we're going to listen to. I don't know how many I'm going to listen to on this episode, but I'm definitely going to take this post and roll it over to the next probably few episodes of this series to be able to get as many of these bands in as possible. 500 songs, that's a lot of listening. (laughs) So we're just going to get started, and I'm just going to go with ones that caught my eye and that catch my eye, and we're just going to go for it. And so the very first one that we're going to listen to here is a metalcore slash deathcore from Hungary, and they are called Nest of Plagues. The song is called Unimprint. Dang, this goes straight into it. I like the pitch and the vocals right there. melody in the vocals. Yes, dude. I do outside. I can't allow it to raise my right. 
Holy crap, dude. Dude, I did not expect this to start that good. Are you kidding me? Dude, that... Okay, that, again, Nest of Plagues is the name of the band. The song is called Unimprint. And, man, I love that so much. That Like, how is this band not huge? Like, for real, the structure was so unique. And that song live would pop off. That extended um, buildup at the end and then the extended breakdown at the end. So many bands would be so scared to just have that breakdown and build up be like the last minute and a half of your song. Like, man, and the sounds were unique. The guitar playing was unique. The vocals, let me, I'm going to go through this song a little bit in some spots. And so, because I love, he did these undertone like pitched yells in the in the it wasn't necessarily a chorus but it kind of would be it's not really a chorus because it doesn't repeat but just chorus because it's kind of singing but listen to his vocals right here let me see if i can find it There's just a, enough of a note in that to give it a melody in his voice. I love that. And then just this extended breakdown. I want to listen to it again. And this extended buildup. Yep. Keep it going, yep. Keep it going. Yes. And it's still going. It's still going. I love that. And one thing I also love that they did in that whole section, the vocals weren't overbearing. The vocals gave the music room to breathe and the music room to be that, you know, music. Like, holy crap, man. I like I'm expecting some some of this stuff to be a little rough, okay? I did not think that we were gonna start with a literal perfect song. <laughs> so god you guys go nest of plagues on spotify the song unimprint these guys are awesome they're from hungry and uh yeah man i i can't believe that very very good and those dudes are from hungry right now they're sitting with 469 monthly listeners so that's what i'm saying that song only has a thousand listens go to them on spotify check these dudes out amazing amazing nest of plagues all right 10 out of 10 on that one that one's going straight on the playlist and just so you guys know the playlist is called burn this playlist <laughs> that's the temporary name it's called burn this playlist so if you want to get this playlist on spotify that's what it is
So let's go back to the Facebook post and let's let's find us our second song. So yeah, that one, dude, ten out of ten. There's literally not a single freaking thing that would change about that. And um, it it does have one thing that is kind of a very European issue that some bands have, and that's having a um, a name that in English you wouldn't probably say that nest of plagues now i understand what they're saying like uh, maybe it's meaning like nest of plagues like a a rat nest you know and 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 stuff like that you can get like diseases and plague outbreaks and stuff like that so maybe that's what that's meaning but the name could be better but that's coming from a dude that um has a band name called the browning so rip you know <laughs> 10 out of 10 nest of plagues for sure and um okay let's go ahead and open up a second one i'm just kind of scrolling through seeing if some artwork or something catches my eye and here we'll do this one this band is called celebrate the bloodshed <laughs> structure and that's one thing I love about bands like this underground music mm. <laughs> that freaking slams I love those straightforward breakdowns like that. So simple, but so heavy. Perfect. Yep. God, what tuning? Is that like double drop E? That tuning? These parts are the only parts that could be better. 
but it has good energy. aspects of it um the vocalist was cool doing some cool unique stuff he was doing like some tunnel vocals on both the highs and lows and um i really like that when you when you don't do it as your main vocal but you do it as just an additive in in some of the places that's really heavy and so i like the vocalist his highs are really cool um and the the one thing they had this one riff section that happened a couple times that just sounded a little amateur the that part sounded a little amateur um and out of style of the rest of the song cuz a lot of it was really brutal heavy blast beats but then that sounded a little bit like you know um you know an amateur riff but the rest of it could have been up to par with everything the the production was really raw and heavy um but and i i my favorite part was the big breakdown towards the beginning uh this one right here I personally love breakdowns that are straightforward like that. Just dun, 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 dun. I love that so much. So heavy and straightforward. It just slams. So, yeah, that band is called Celebrate the Bloodshed. The song is called Halia. Halia, something like that. Uh, good dudes. I have no idea where they're from. Just by the sound of the vocals, I want to say they are European. Oh, I'm looking at their profile right now. They're all painted up. Got got dudes with dreads. Four of them, big big time dreads, and they're painted up in some uh, corpse paint as well. 18 monthly listeners on these guys. Go check them out on Spotify. Celebrate the bloodshed. I, I bet these guys would be fun live. Pretty sweet. All right, and I added them to the playlist. That was that was a good listen, enjoyable for sure. And so let's uh, let's scroll through and find the next one. 
Okay, here we have a band from Germany. They are called Arriving Home. It says Metalcore from Germany. I'm always down with uh, German music, so let's hear it. Okay, I'm watching the music video on YouTube. Uh, it is ridiculous. <laughs> I do not know what to think about this band right now. <laughs> Maybe that's the point of the music video, I guess. solo simple I love simple solos like that yep could have used a breakdown right there honestly The fourth time the chorus happens. Yeah, 
So yeah, this is Arriving Home. The song is called Fake. Check out the music video. They actually got a good amount of views on it on YouTube. Um, not bad at all. Music video is, was a little silly. It was like them dressing up like multiple different genres. So when you first see them, they look like a hair metal band. Then you, they look like rappers. Then they look like a black metal band. And in the part in the middle, when it goes to like the bridge, when it's soft, it's like um, one of them on like a fake Viking ship holding up like an axe and wearing wigs and all this kind of stuff. So uh, funny video. It has 26,000 views. Not bad at all. Um my problem with this genre, this like specific type of metalcore in the modern world, it's going to be very difficult to catch people's attention playing like that kind of metalcore. It's good, solid song. The chorus was catchy, but straight up, um, like to me, in my opinion, I don't know if people are really coming to see your band because your chorus is. Like, I could be dead wrong on that. I think people want to see bands live that, like, take them by surprise. And they have good energy. Like, I could see that European festival style. Yeah, for sure. But there was no big exciting part that really happened, you know? Like, after that big solo, they could have used, like, a big breakdown or something that something that was a little slower. The song had kind of the same pace till it dropped down to, like, no energy. And then it picked back up. But doing the chorus, like, four times or... It might not have been four times, but it felt like it. And that's saying something, you know. It's a solid song, but I think it'd be very hard to get anyone's attention if you only had stuff like that. Now, that could have been just a single that they did a big music video for, you know. But, um, yeah, Arriving Home, solid song for sure. And the music video... Uh, well done. It, it at least kept the attention and had you wondering, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, Arriving Home, the song is called Fake. But I'm going to go ahead and add that to the playlist as well. I'm assuming it's on Spotify. Yep, there we go. And the metalcore band from Germany. Always got to support the Germans. Well, and, and one thing that I mean about be hard to get people's attention with that type of type of metalcore um i always say if you're gonna be in a band your goal is to like why are people gonna listen to my band over say like for that band kill switch engage why wouldn't someone go listen to kill switch engage rather than listening to arriving home you know um you got to give people a reason that you're the band they're gonna listen to instead of bullet from a valentine or kill switch engage or whatever and so you got to have something much more special about you um than those bands already have. And so that's that's my thought on that whole thing, just to clarify. Because it, they, they had really good music, but why not listen to the big mainstays that do it, you know? Okay, we have the next band, and this band is called The Last World. They are an Austrian mellow death slash metalcore. And the artwork is really cool, cool vibe that it has going. And so this is The Last World with Hurry Up It's Time.
this going to be like Dragon Force where the drummer plays that beat the entire time? The guitar work is really good. And playing drums like that the whole time is not easy. We could have done this change like a minute ago. This, this guitar band is completely guitar focused, though, from what, what I hear. Like, the big thing catching your attention is the guitar, 100%. The vocals seem to have, like, one tone, and the drummer has one tone as well. But this genre, maybe that's standard. The guitars are pretty standout, though. Started the song with this. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, man, they they really hit their stride like in the last minute, minute or forty five seconds of that song. The first you know three minutes of it was pretty samey. Like, yeah, for me personally, you kind of lose my attention. Like, they could have gone to that breakdown like early on, or at least hinted at it as like a you know done it for like ten seconds early on in the song, um, just to kind of hint like, hey, we do go there. At some point, you know, something like that would be really nice to um, allow the listener to know, hey, this change is coming at some point. We're not just at the same pace the whole time. This isn't necessarily my genre of listening, but um, like 
personally, I, I like stuff to change up quite a bit. But overall, the song was good. The guitarist, really good. Drummer to play like that, you know, really solid. And the vocals, really solid throughout, too. I would have liked some diversity. It was really melodic, so there could have been some clean singing in there somewhere, you know? But, um,. Overall, this band, This Last World, I really liked that ending, the whole last ending section. Very cool. And so uh, make sure to go check them out on Spotify, This Last World. All right, so we got the next band here. I think this might be the first American band that we're having on here. They are a metalcore band from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, called A Martyr's, a Martyr's Fall. I used to, uh, my band, my senior year of high school was called Mourn the Martyr. So uh, shout out to the martyr names. And so this is A Martyr's Fall. The song is called Rapunzel, Rapunzel, Jump. And these guys are from Wisconsin. So let's give it a whirl. Straight into it. I like the vocalist stop, just let the music do its thing. Nice. This really reminds me of whenever I got into metalcore in like 2009. All of it reminds me of that. some down tempo stuff right here with like a bit of a build up rather than just going straight back in so that really needed something totally different like it, it really needed to go to something to uh, switch it up a bit this is this felt like a, we need to do the chorus three times and so we just throw it in rather than uh, figuring out something unique to do there I 
Nice. Yeah, that that really reminded me of whenever I first got into uh, metalcore, and you know, like 2005 or so, 2004, um, and that that sounded like a lot of the the bands from back then in my area in Kansas City. Um, I just think there's a a big um, missed opportunity in this song to um, create something unique in it. Uh, a lot of it, they after the second course, they went back to the verse riff with no vocals, and then they just went straight back into the chorus again. So there was essentially no bridge. But then they ended the song with a breakdown that was the unique piece. Um, you guys need to really focus on... You need climaxes throughout the song. You can't just have a climax at the end. Because if the people leave by the end, they don't even hear your climax. You know what I mean? And I don't care what anyone says. The chorus is not the climax of songs. Uh, some people, um, there are some genres that, yes, the chorus is why people listen to the song. That's not the case for metalcore overall. Um, and so... Really, early on in the song, you need something to grab their attention. They did a breakdown at the beginning of this, but then there was nothing else until the last, like, 15 seconds of the song. Um, and the chorus is all right. You know, I'm not going to, um, you know, th dive into too much there. Quality-wise, it was it was it was all right. It, like I said, it sounded like what a lot of local bands sounded like in like 2005, 2004, um, back whenever I first got into metalcore. But the big, the big issue with this isn't quality or singing or anything like that. The big issue is um, structure. The big issue was uh, doing something to capture attention um, with the audience early so that they keep listening. And this is something that I really um, help a lot of bands with that come to me. Uh, I talk to people about structures. Like I said, if you go to burnthisworld.com slash shop, um, you can send me your songs through there. And I get on the call with you. And before you put the songs out, while they're still demos, you can talk to me. And this is the kind of stuff that you can hear beforehand, before putting the song out, um, so that you get a, an extra opinion on it. And... I just think that there's a big missed opportunity in this song and maybe there are other songs they have more exciting parts throughout, but definitely needed something there in the middle or early stages, earlier stages than the second chorus or after the second chorus. There's just structural issues. Overall, it, it was a very nostalgic sound and something, something I do like. And so that band is called A Martyr's Fall and... Um, I am adding them to the... I'm going to add every band that's on Spotify to the playlist. Unless it's something ridiculous. <laughs> but they're on the playlist as well. A Martyr's Fall. Okay, we got the next band here. This band is called Etched in Embers, a hard rock band based out of Missouri. I'm from Missouri. I haven't heard of these guys. Um, and so I'm interested to check it out. So this is a band called Etched in Embers, and I'm watching their music video on YouTube called Bring Me Back. Sound. 
good singing voice. So that's Etched in Embers, Bring Me Back. Now, very good song, very good quality, very good chorus. Um, my problem in that in that genre is something that that I, maybe I just can't get over myself personally, but the need to do three choruses is feels so um, like boring to me, you know, and then I'm sitting there listening. I be, like as the song was going, I was kind of, I was guessing what was coming next, and I didn't miss one time. 
whenever I, in my head, I knew it was going to go back to that riff at the end and knew the chorus was coming in. Like, and predictable music is nice. The Browning writes some pr- predictable stuff, but, um, I just also feel that there's some things that just, just get overdone in it, you know? And the chorus that many times to me just feels like there needs to be something more unique that could happen. Um, but this is just the genre, you know, these guys are kind of metal core, um, rock, more so rock, uh, etched in embers, really good, really solid going on the playlist. Definitely one of the, um, the top ones. And these guys are doing pretty decent. They got 10,000 monthly listeners. That song on Spotify has 280,000 plays. So very, very solid, but there's just some aspect of it that could use a little bit more of an edge and a little bit more unique structure to really keep me enticed. Now the chorus itself had a really unique structure, but it is a really long chorus. And so to do a really long chorus three times, just kind of, I don't know, it it was, it's a little, um, repetitive and a little overdone to me, but uh, cool band, cool riffs and really good quality and a really good singer. And so, yeah, etched in embers songs called bring me back. And yeah, solid. And from Missouri. I got to see where they're at from Missouri. Try to get hooked up. Okay, we got the next artist here. And uh, they say, be happy if you'd feature us. Roast us all you want. We're ready. These guys want to get roasted. Maybe they're good, though. Maybe they don't need to get roasted. And so this band is called Soul Splitter, which is a really cool name. That's a sick name. They They have a lot of views on this video. So they're called Soul Splitter. Incineration is the name of the song. This is on YouTube. One month ago, 65,000 views. That's solid. And so here we go. Soul Splitter. Incineration. Yes. (laughs) I like this. Grooving. Oh. They do have a live keyboard player. vocalist is on with the band like the same patterns and stuff sick 
This unique structure is what I'm talking about. That's the guitarist playing it with tapping. It's really nice in the video. Dude, I would see this band live. This is... This is what I'm talking about. Unique structures. And creative. This is sick. Soul Splitter, Incineration. Watch the video on YouTube. Like, you can tell the musicianship of these guys just by watching them play their instruments on the video. This is awesome. Like, super unique, not following any sort of standard structure. Catch you off guard. Very melodic, creative, groovy, very talented musicians. They said, uh, we're ready to be roasted. There's not a single thing I can roast about that. Like, <laughs> for real. Um, yeah, a band called Soul Splitter, Incineration. Um, kind of Devin Townsy, uh, but really, man, I mean, you can just tell those guys are some serious freaking musicians. I, I really, really liked that. So that's definitely going on the playlist as well. And that's the thing, too, about, about doing stuff like this. Like, these guys, Soul Splitter, on their Spotify... 1,300 monthly listeners. That song only has 4,000 listens on Spotify. That band could be huge if they're just picked up by the right people and did the did the right things. They have a cool name. Everything about it, dude. Super cool. So go check out Soul Splitter on Spotify. Like, this is what I'm talking about with doing the podcast like this. The the finding bands and finding artists that you would never hear of, but is so sick. Man, I, I love it. So let's find the next band. All right, we got the next band. This is, they say, space-themed heavy slash speed metal straight from Poland with an alien emoji. I like it. Let's see what they're all about. This band is called Aquila, and the song's called Arrival, and I'm watching the lyric video on YouTube. 
And uh, yeah, Aquila. A Q U I L L A. I can already picture this at European festivals. Oh, God. Is that Jack Black? I was not expecting that somehow. section. You know these guys got it up their sleeve. I want to hear it.
to a breakdown there. singing with that high bitch. Amazing. Just just imagine in, in Poland like a crowd of like a thousand people. It'd be amazing. Great. That's awesome. Uh, the solo was good. I feel like it could have been a little more... Um, well, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not a solo um, master, so I don't really know what's counted as a six solo. But I felt like they could have done a little more catchy stuff in the solo, but was well, still nice. And uh, for that style of song, that one was entertaining, you know. Uh, and the video was really good. Again, that's Aquila. The song called "Arrival" on YouTube. And uh, yeah, good band from Poland. They're unique. And I didn't. I don't know if doing the high pitched vocals that much in a song is normal for that genre or not. But I kind of liked it. But over the course of a whole album, I wonder how much their album just sounds like that the whole time. You know, <laughs> that's my problem with that genre. Is I don't know. At some point, I'm going to be like, okay, let's slow it down a little bit. You know, this is getting. This is raising my anxiety. <laughs> but yeah, Aquila song called Arrival. The next song is from a band called Umbra and the song is called Letter to a Friend. It's really good quality.
like they went to this, so it's not the standard structure. Probably pick it up here, go back to the verse. Nice. Awesome. That's called Umbra, a song called Letter to a Friend. That was really good. They caught me off guard with the structure, which is a good thing. It wasn't just straightforward, standard structure. And I can really appreciate that. And yeah, this had a, a bit of an old school vibe to me personally and really good quality. Here's one thing I'm noticing with all these bands. Like whenever I was getting into being a band, like it was so hard to have decent quality and every single band today has had good quality. Like that's awesome uh, that that nowadays people have the tools at hand and the ability to um, have really good quality music. And yeah, that was really good. Really good singing, really catchy, uh, especially there at the end. And um, yeah, Umbra. Letter to a friend. Very good. But we've had two of them now that were a little more, uh, I don't know, lighthearted, I guess. So I'm going to go based off of artwork here. I'm going to try to find something dark. <laughs> Let's find something dark and heavy. Uh, so we got here. What about this one? This one's called Embodiment. The song's called Outbreak. It says it's Mellow Tech Death from the UK. Plenty of shred and big fat grooves is what they say. So band is called Embodiment. Song is called Outbreak. I'm watching it on YouTube. Some Black Dolly murder vibes. That's really good guitar work. Yep. 
Ooh, that's different. embodiment song is called outbreak very good very skilled instrumentation right there like the the guitars i couldn't freaking imagine playing a guitar in a band like this like how stressful (laughs) it's so much it's it's awesome um and yeah i got a lot of black dahlia murder vibes there uh the artwork is really cool um seems like kind of sci-fi space um Vibe, the artwork in the video on YouTube is alien ripping a person in half. <laughs> Pretty sick, but yeah, embodiment, uh, really cool. It's definitely very very skillful stuff there, and um, glad that they went to a breakdown at the end there. I'm a sucker for breakdowns, so if you want me to like your band, that's pretty much what you got to do. <laughs> no, very good. Um, okay, so next one, let's go ahead and pick this one right here. So this is a Iowa-based rock band. They're called Display Case. The song's called Redacted. Now I like that energy, man. 
That's good. cool song like really the vocals are perfect uh structure was good really unique um and the tone overall just very emotional and raw that was awesome short and sweet exactly what it should be that band is called display case they're from iowa and that that they feel like a band that like hardcore people would like you know there's a couple of those bands that are basically like rock type stuff that hardcore people really get down to. You know, they play like the hardcore fests and people like it a lot. That felt like them. They feel like they would be in that realm. And uh, really cool display case. It's pretty awesome. I like the energy a lot. I feel like my wife would like that. She likes uh, like balancing composure, that kind of stuff. And I feel like she would like them a lot. It had a really upbeat, kind of punky rock feel, but not punk, but still that upbeat rock. Pretty cool. Okay, we have the next artist. They are called Aura, A-U-R-A, the song called Zombie. Now, I will say this name, I, I was searching for it on Spotify, kind of hard to find because there's so many things with that name. You got to get something a little more unique in there so that it's you're the only thing that shows up whenever you search for it, you know? But this is Aura, A-U-R-A, song called Zombie. That's a good melody. Coming down with some sound that you ain't never heard before. You what the fuck? I hate the 
the most. What's up, bitch? I want that smoke. You fuck with me, your face get broke. I fuck your bitch up in the throat. Yes, these methods are cutthroat. The blade is done. I'm going slow. Take my time so you fucking know. I'm not the one to be playing short. I'll put your head on a pedestal. For the niggas that want a radical. Don't you do anything regrettable. I'll put your ass in a medical. I'll run this bitch. My Does this get metal? back there. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, that's Aura, a song called Zombie. Uh, a couple things. I wish there was more um, diversity in what was going on with the, the metal aspect of it. It pretty much hit, and then that was the the vibe that it had the rest of the time, you know? Uh, I wish there was some stuff that uh, structurally did a little bit of different stuff in the metal side of it. And I understand that's a, you know, a trap metal artist, but there could have been, you know, at least some, like, stuff where it chills out for a second, you bring back the rap vocal and then combine it. Towards the end there, they were combining, like, the trap drums with the metal stuff. That was pretty sick. Um, but overall, the, the little sweepy, like, lead part... Um, Pretty cool, but I would have rather had something that gave it a little more diversity than just kind of keeping the same breakdown pattern and putting a, a sweepy lead guitar over it. And uh, the big thing is with this artist, I would say, is you need a, a little more unique of a name for your stuff because even searching Aura Zombie on Spotify, it, it wasn't even the only thing that came up. It was, it was kind of hard to find. 
at, at, you know, on stuff. And so you want your name and everything about it to be unique to you. So when people search your name, you're the only thing that shows up. And so to like find this artist, you probably on Google, you probably got to search like aura trap metal zombie, you know, it could be hard to find, but overall songs good. The production was really cool. Uh, it says production by aura. So they must've self-produced it really cool. The artwork is cool. I could see this band having a bunch of cool aspects to it. Um, but yeah, just wish that it kind of went back and forth more between the trap and the metal rather than once it hit metal, it stayed. I'm sure they have songs that do that, but um, it just kind of needs a little more um, uniqueness in the branding aspect, not necessarily in the music. Okay, so the next artist is an artist called Straight Shot Home. The song is called Introspective. They say that they are synthwave metal. So let's give it a shot. This is Straight Shot Home. that it's really sounded synthwavy. Oh, 
good song. So they're called Straight Shot Home Introspective is the name of the song. Now, they're much heavier than I was expecting based off of what they what they said their style was in the post. Um, I was expecting more synthwave sound. Now, looking at their pictures and their video, they're using the synthwave colors and the artwork is very synthwave artwork, but sound-wise, not really getting the, the synthwave vibe. Now, some of the other songs might have that, but this is the one they sent me. And they're doing pretty well on Spotify, too. They 2,100 monthly listeners. That song has 64,000 plays. It's pretty good. Um, and I did like the song. My, my problem with it, I guess, would be, and this is coming from the perspective of someone that has synthesizers going the entire time in the song. Thing is I have synths going, but I do not have guitar leads going. The guitar has like no high end in it whenever I do our stuff. And it's so that the synths can sit on top of everything. I feel like their stuff they had a lot of guitar leads and guitar high end guitar stuff going as well. So it, it kind of all melded together in the top end of the of the song. And so to have a synth wave be your like one of your goals you kind of got to take the guitar into the background to make it be just the the heavy aspect and let the synths do this, the work on the top. Another, another thing about the song specifically, I think there was a lot of vocals. I would prefer to have more openness in just the music, especially something that wants to have um, some unique aspects to the music itself, like a lot of synthesizers or whatever. Let those breathe. Don't cover it up with vocals the whole time. But... You know, it, it was a good song, good quality. They have good quality pictures. I guess I would rather more of the sound be that synthwave sound rather than just the imagery being synthwave imagery. And so that would be what I would say. But overall, I mean, good stuff, uh, solid. And so definitely add into the playlist. And again, the playlist is called Burn This Playlist. I might change the name later, but right now that's what it's called, Burn This Playlist. And uh, yeah, I, the song was good. Uh, it followed kind of basic structure. Again, we had three choruses, so that, that kind of gets old to me. Um, and that's why I tend to start liking a lot of stuff that's, you know, even more underground than that. And but yeah, they're doing great. So again, that band uh, was called Straight Shot Home. And so let's go straight into the next one right here. So this is a band from Romania under waves. The song is called The Odyssey of Inner Self. Yep. 
are they going to next? I'm curious. not expecting that. I don't know about that last part. <laughs> I love this part, though. Okay, I have a lot to say about this one. <laughs> There's this band has a lot of potential, but they need the they need the direction, you know? There's there's so much potential right here. And again, this band is called Underwaves. The name of that song was The Odyssey of Inner Self. Now there's a lot of aspects of this song that are really cool. And the promo picture, there's a female in the f the picture, so I was wondering where they were going to come in. And I don't know if they're just the females doing just the singing or if they're also doing the screams. But overall, this song was cool, but also just had some aspects of it that were that were pretty amateur in the sense of like that that really slow um, breakdown thing. I felt like. They could have done something that was a slow breakdown, but not that at all, you know? 
it it really not the right vibe for the overall vibe of the song but and some of those riffs they're really cool and were used in good ways but also overused um like i would be worried that the rest of their songs sounded very similar to that but the the clean singing was super nice and they used it in a unique way too in the middle breakdown thing but see this whenever i hear songs like this this is where my the shop on my on my page comes into handy you know uh burnthisworld.com slash shop and you can have send me your songs and make it so that i can help you through some of these things like this and because this song has so much potential and listen to this band i'm like wow this this is good i liked the screams i liked the singing i liked the riffs but this is again just a simple structure issue um to where it just seemed like they didn't know what to do so they just went to this slow kind of silly breakdown right there's so many things that could have been done there that would have maintained the integrity of the song um and if they if they couldn't think of something themselves like if you get to working with me like do you at least have a third opinion like an outside opinion and an outside eye that can point you in the right direction when it comes to finishing up these songs and making them as strong as possible um this band has a lot of potential man underwaves the odyssey of inner self and they're from romania they they have 51 monthly listeners so um a small underground band but so much potential here there's just there's just that little tiny aspect of just those those few parts that sound a little too amateur you know um but very cool man that that has some that has a lot of potential okay so this next one this band is called life after and uh, they put in here on the on the post they're a band from the uk and this is the very first recording that they've done and they influenced by early to mid 2000s new metal and industrial metal this is their first recording and it said they say we know it has flaws but this is our first recording so um i'm interested to hear what this is and this is the kind of stuff i really like hearing and being able to help people through again going back to my shop like i love helping people through their their song and their creative issues they they know that they have flaws but maybe they need to be pushed in the right direction so again burnthisworld.com slash shop hit me up on there and we can we can get you sorted but let's hear this this is a band called life after the song is called bottled slash damaged done I like that energy. Yeah, there's that corn vibe. Your fate, it's too late now that 
could be really cool the riff itself is, is nice and catchy the um, execution of it a little off and the transitions definitely need need work So there's just a couple things with it. Like um, they said, they know that there's flaws and that they're, you know, this is the first song that they've ever done together. Um, and so there's there's no need to like bash on certain aspects of it, but there's definitely they have potential with they have a couple cool riffs in here, a couple cool aspects that if utilized properly could make a really good song. Um, it's one of the biggest things when starting out as a musician, especially recording musician. A lot of times whenever you're in a band and you're just kind of starting out and you're just jamming in the jam space, everything seems decent. But once you put it onto a track, like on a recording, it doesn't necessarily come across as a as a good song. But you have good bits, right? And so that's where it comes to figuring out those good bits and working off of those good bits and making an overall good song. You have two different parts on that song that were that were pretty good. Um, the just the part themselves. Now execution and recording obviously could be better. And 
but this is probably a self-recording or maybe someone that just started recording, which is totally fine. Everyone has to start somewhere. Um, one thing that can really help bands like this in this position is, um, I think they said they're a six-piece band. There's a ton of producers out there you can find for $200 a song. If you have six people in your band, that's 30 bucks a piece. You know, have each person spit up thirty dollars, and then you pay a producer two hundred bucks to do your song. You know, or find someone that's three hundred, and each person, you know, four hundred bucks a song. Each person pays, you know, sixty dollars, and you got it paid for or whatever. And so, whenever you have this many people, especially early on, you got to invest a good amount, you know, and that could really help out. And maybe that producer would also help you. Um, you know, utilize the best parts of your song in a better way, structure wise. And these people are the like bands like this that are just starting out and do want to become recording artists. These are the people I really like to help with my shop. Um, and so hit me up, send me your songs as you're working on them and I'll get on the call with you and we'll specifically work out like this riff is really good. You should utilize this more. You should like a lot of those riffs, could be broken down and used for verses and the singing definitely um just needs more practice is all it is um a lot of notes were off the guitar was out of tune um you know overall it's just stuff that you might not hear as you're jamming and so like in a room so you might think it's fine but once you do it on recording you can really hear that the guitar is out of tune you can really hear that the singing is a little off key but these guys say they know that there's flaws in this song, so they're looking to progress. And so, um, again, burnthisworld.com slash shop. I can help out quite a bit um, for certain things like this and at least point you in the direction of being able to take those riffs. They had two riffs in there that were really cool. Um, and again, this is called Life After, a song called Bottled. And I, I do like hearing bands that, like, I don't want everything I listen to to just be really high quality, like, you know, produced stuff. These guys are new. These guys are getting the start. And these are the type of people that um, need to hear certain criticisms from an outside source. And so keep it up. Just keep going after it. But uh, there's some stuff to be worked on for sure. Okay, the next band that we have is a band called Disconnected Souls. And uh, I'm not sure where they're from, but they said, uh, Disconnected Souls awaits your roast. Hope it has enough synths for you. So there we go. Let's listen to some synths. This band is called Disconnected Souls, and the song is called Divergence. Yeah, there we go. Symphonic synth metal. All about it, man. Ooh.
Definitely got some stuff to say about this one. Oh! <laughs> Dude, do that way earlier. Oh! Do that like one and a half minutes ago. are really cool in this. Yeah, there's a lot to break down in that song. Um, this, to me, is a very big example of, um, I, I guess, missed opportunity and execution of a few different things. There, There's so much potential here. It's crazy. And I'm a sucker for melodic, synth-based, like, epic, like, synth, synth metal. So one of my favorite bands, it's called Within Temptation. Some of the best choruses, especially female voices, I'm a sucker for. Um, the singing in this song, both the female and the male singing, there's an, there's a missed opportunity for even just on the producing side. The singing was a bit off as far as the notes go, and it would just be a simple auto-tune issue. Or use Melodyne where you auto, where you correct the notes manually, um, but both the singing was slightly off um, tone wise, but the melodies were pretty good, um, and so the 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 female voice had a lot of potential, just a little more work, a little bit longer time doing it, or whatever it might be. But production could have solved the issues as well. Um, the melody in the background of the music perfect it's very epic and the tones are really nice but a big issue structurally um like at the beginning of the song you had it the first vocal you hear is the female vocal but then uh like a third of the way through the song you only then hear the female vocal as a background like 
you can't really start the song with the female being the front and then the whole uh, two thirds after that, you only hear her doing background melodies, you know? And so, um, you got to have the balance and you, the direction of the song was lost after like the first third. It had all, all of it there. It was running. It was doing its thing with her being the front. And then it, it was just gone. Then it was the man doing the singing and you, you lost everything that you had just built into. Um, and then, yeah, that middle breakdown section again, I'm sucker for breakdowns, but you can at least hint that at the beginning to give some really good energy or at least hint at it so people know that something like that's potentially going to come. But then you need to tie the end of the song towards the beginning of the song as well. So it's not just random parts. This is a, an issue that I see with a lot of, um, you know, newer bands is while they're writing their song, they have like four or five different parts and they just kind of go part, 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 part. They don't really... Um, like tie parts back and forth like if i'm writing a, a song like a browning song i pretty much come up with like three different parts maybe that get rotated and then uh, a part that like one or two parts that don't get repeated so you have the part that's surprising the big climax the catches people off guard but then you have the rest of the song that gets grinded into your head in some way, shape, and form. And so um, there's a couple of production things, mainly on the vocals. The music side production was pretty much fine, uh, but vocal production, a little off. You could have fixed the, the tuning issues. And there's no shame in having to tune your vocals. Like, really, some, some people, especially old school people, don't. They're like, no, raw only. We're going to hit the notes perfectly. No, you ain't. Um... You know, no one does besides very few. And so fix the vocals in po post-production if you have to. Um, and especially in this sound, there's you can totally add a bunch of layers of effects and pitch the vocals and make them sound um, proper. And I like female background voices, but, you know, at the beginning of the song, you had her as the front. You could have kept that going at least or at least referenced it towards the end again. Um because you got to have a you got to have a, a purpose of the song, and the purpose shifted uh, one third of the way through to then being a a different different vocal notes, different vocal melodies. You don't go back to the same melody again. So that would be my big thing with this. But overall, good song, a ton of potential. Band called Disconnected Souls. Um, the song is called Divergence. And so this is another another thing where <laughs> I just hear. I know I keep talking about this, but. Um, send me or an outside source your songs uh, just to have an extra opinion on them um, that can really help you push the songs in the right direction. And so, yeah, Disconnected Souls. A lot of potential there. All right, so the next song is from a band called Dragon Corpse. And I only clicked on this one because the name is sick. It's called Dragon Corpse. They have a really cool metal font. I'm on their uh, Spotify. This is their only song. It's called From the Sky. And they're at 3,200 monthly listeners. The song has 7,000 plays. That's great for a brand new band. And so, again, this is Dragon Corpse. The song's called From the Sky. Let's give it a listen. Whoa. Oh. 
Oh, here we go. Well, that switched. <laughs> that power metal yell. That's quality. Oh, that drums. Dang. So that is Dragon Corpse. And that was that was pretty sick. Very unique. Um, the beginning. So cool. I wish that that would have got referenced again uh, somewhere. I think it did in the middle. I couldn't really tell because there was vocals over it then. But um, unique to go from power metal to those big heavy breakdowns with like even like brie vocals they were doing like some big squeals in there um and i love the branding of this band could be really cool and just the style itself kind of gives that same not that it's jokey but kind of it more light-hearted metal i guess I don't know. I kind of see this being something relative. Like I could see them going out with like Necrogoblicon or like Igor or something, you know, um, they could totally be in that same exact realm. And the quality is there. The musicianship is there. Uh, the singing was really good. The vocals were good. Um, felt sporadic, but that's kind of the point of some of this kind of stuff. I think like stuff like Necrogoblicon or Igor, um, 
So, and for especially for the first song, they they got something going here that could be really really cool. Uh, so, Dragon Corpse definitely very standout. Remember earlier how I said like you have to have a reason that people are going to listen to you over listening to anybody else. Well, this song is an exact example of that. They're doing something different. They got cool branding. That's why people are going to listen to them rather than listen to uh, whoever else. So very cool. Dragon Corpse. Very first song. Amazing. Okay, so the next one is from a band. I'm going to butcher this name. Saisei. It's spelled S-A-I-S-E-I. Um, the song is called Sink and Sin, and the artwork is very, very cool. That's why I clicked on it. Very cool artwork, and it's a unique unique name as well. And so this is Saisei. I'm saying that so wrong, but <laughs> this is it right here. Sink and Sin by Saisei.
So that song, um, that's again "Sink in Sin" by a band called Say Say S A I S E I, and so I'm sorry I can't say the name. That's probably really annoying for the people in the band. Like this is how you say it. It's like I don't know that. Maybe that's maybe that's an issue, you know? Because I'm, I guarantee I'm not the only one. Uh, but that song kind of had me on the edge of my seat the whole time. That's why I didn't talk. I was in, I was like waiting for something, and it didn't necessarily feel like something came um, for a few reasons. Like whenever the song starts, um, there's a it hits in so powerful. the The initial hit is like really nice production, really good, and it goes into this nice like slow verse or soft verse. And the verse was really cool. The singing was nice on it too. But then after that verse. They kind of hit, and then the rest of the song was just like, you know, you're just waiting for something else to hit, like the initial hit happened. Um, I think the big thing here was transitions. There wasn't a transition that felt like a, um, you know, a, a big parts coming. There was a lot of background sounds that bled over between each part, so there wasn't like a, um, a distinctive, like, Boom, like we're hitting again, you know? Um, so after that first initial hit and then that first soft verse, um, the rest of the song to me blended together. And I was kind of waiting for another big hit. And even the big breakdown that was supposed to be like the heavy part, there was so much else going on um, that it felt um, like it didn't actually hit. And the vocals felt kind of aimless. Uh, and I don't mean to say then I don't mean to say that in a negative sense, but it did. It, it felt aimless, like there wasn't a a goal with it. Like hey, I want the vocals to be very um, melodic and have some sort of progression, or I didn't. The vocals didn't have like a, hey, we're going to be very powerful and very this. Um, but the song did have a really nice tone to it. That's the thing about the song and why I was kind of on the edge of my seat. It had a really nice tone and it had a lot of uh, really nice production aspects, but I would just say missed on the mark of having some really powerful, distinctive sections. Um, and so that would be my thing with it. A lot of potential here. Um, the name is cool and it looks good, but I don't know how to pronounce it. And they got some, um, I don't want to sound ignorant, but it looks like, like Chinese letters after the name as well. And, uh, yeah, it has a lot of potential, but there's just some marks that didn't get ticked off with it. And so again, that is S A I S E I 
and uh, yeah, I'll add them to the playlist. It was good. It just needed some distinctive, some distinctive, like powerful sections. You know what I mean? Uh, the singing was very cool. I liked the dynamics in it. Um, but yeah, pretty sweet. Okay, this next band is called With Hope Intact, and the song is called Degenerates. Those drums sound really good. Heck yeah. vocals. different vocal styles going on sounds like three different vocalists so far like they could have been more um, creative with the pattern there. into this a little bit earlier. This part's cool. 
But see, it's like kind of random. Should have been done earlier. Those vocals are nice. Breakdown. Ah, yeah. There's a lot of potential there. Um, the big thing I would say there was too many um, breakdowns that sounded similar, like the single string, like the bang, bang things. There's like two or three of those in a row where they could have done one of those and then gone into one of those other more chuggy breakdowns to kind of switch it up a little bit. Like structurally, they I do like that they didn't do like a, a chorus three times or something. Um, so that was nice. They did the, the chorus twice. And um, I do like that. But the middle section uh, felt... Like it was just, they're like, well, let's let's write a breakdown. They wrote a breakdown, and then it felt like, okay, let's take that breakdown, go into a quote unquote heavier breakdown. And they're like, okay, and then they go back into another verse part, and they're like, let's do another different breakdown. And they're like, hey, let's take that one and go into another heavier breakdown. They had like five different breakdowns in the song that all were um, similar and. Uh, there was there was like two of them, and I, I think I mentioned something when they happened. Like they that should have been like more of the main thing, the main breakdown that happened, or could have been accentuated more rather than just going part to part, like build up into one of those and have it be the big like climax in the song, because the song didn't necessarily feel like it had a climax because it just kind of goes into these random big parts, you know. Um, overall, really good production, pretty good. The vocals, I liked the vocals, and uh, I liked the background addition to some of the stuff. So overall good song, but to me had too many different parts and not one part that was specifically climactic. You know what I mean? But pretty good. That band is called With Hope Intact, the song called Degenerates. All right. So we got a band called Broken Rail. This song is called The Haunted. This has potential. Drop. Uh. Yes. Oh. Do good live. The moment that you knew it, that it broke me off. The moment that we knew it, that it set me off. 
switch. They went back to that. But I hope before the next course they do something unique. I hope they don't go back straight into the course from this. Here we come. We'll see what they do. Stuff like that's just a little too predictable. I wish it would go into something heavy and and unique. I'm sure we're going to do that after this course, though. But I just I wish bands didn't do this nonstop, you know, because it has so much potential. some really good guitar work on that solo. That was pretty sick. I do not like fade outs personally. Um, so that song has potential, but there's it's lacking some creativity on the structure and the, some creativity on even some of the riff riffiness. Like not not to sound bad, all of, all that's quality. Singing was good. The screams were good. The guitar works good. All of it's good. Um, but it was almost kind of like background metal, you know. That's a that's a song that could be playing in the background of 
of something and you can hear that metal's playing but not necessarily catching your attention like that and so with the with this song like this like what's the what's the goal i feel like a lot of people have a misconception of oh if we do all these courses and we do all this stuff like this then we can maybe we'll get radio with a certain song we do or maybe we'll get on you know these big metal festivals it's like you need something that catches the listener more um something that's a little more um edgy but these guys are doing really well the thing is i'm i'm talking about this but you know these guys have 42,000 monthly listeners on spotify that's pretty serious they have a song with 2.9 million streams so these guys have it going on um but it it almost feels like background metal um but for some people, that's the thing, you know. I just wish that there was some stuff that was a little more surprising and um, kind of had a, a little more of an edge to it. And But overall, good. So that band's called Broken Rail, and the song was called... Which one was it? Uh, the Haunted. So, yeah, check them out for sure. They got it going on. They got it. They're doing well. So this is going to be the last one I listened to on this podcast. Uh, again, I had over 500 submissions. And so I'm just kind of picking them. If the artwork is enticing looking, I pick it. Or if they write something that's interesting sounding about it, um, I'm picking it. And I want to do these every two weeks, maybe every week. I have a lot of stuff to go through here, 500 submissions. So I could have a lot of episodes. We did 21 songs on this episode. Um, and so, again, next week, let's try to do the same thing. And uh, for all the bands on here, all your music is on the playlist. And again, the playlist is called Burn This Playlist. So definitely go follow the playlist if you want to check out the music again that was played on this on this podcast. Um, and make sure you follow the podcast on Spotify. Go to burnthisworld.com slash shop to check out everything. But let's listen to one last song. This band is called Dawn of Ashes. And the song is called... The Serpent of Eden. So let's check this out. What's this going to go into? I have no idea. <laughs> Oh, that's a thick kick, dude. A lot of background synth work going on there. This could go so many directions. <laughs> oh. So major industrial. Oh. 
lot of potential in this. Very industrial. A lot of synth work. I like that. <laughs> that synth in the background is nasty. not expecting to pick up the energy. Not a lot of vocals, but that's kind of cool. I like that a lot right there. this person's uh, synth work. with that um, that this just has an, an endless amount of potential um, but especially coming from that very much so being in the realm of what I create I, I just hear so much stuff that that could be altered about it so that's dawn of ashes the song is called the serpent of Eden um 
big thing that I noticed. Okay, so that just has a very industrial vibe to it. Super, super industrial, um, which I love industrial aspects. But here's my problem with industrial. To the masses, it's it can really drag on, right? And even to me, industrial music can really drag on. Um, and so... If you if that's your goal with industrial is be like purely industrial, then you know what I'm about to say doesn't necessarily matter. But just from my perspective, what you can do is you can have industrial aspects. There's so many industrial aspects that they're doing in that. Um, but maybe structure it a little more interesting and less like drony and um, you know repetitive as what industrial typically is. And they had. There was a lot of different synth leads happening there, a lot of different melodies that really within themselves could have been a different song. Um, and the guitar work in that was pretty much, um, you know, there was basically like some chugs that had like synths going over it. So it was like, you know, not that exactly, but basically that kind of stuff with a lot of the right? Well, what I would do personally in some aspects is, uh, and I do this a lot with the Browning stuff, I, I write a six synth, like a six synth lead like that, because sometimes I can't write six, uh, guitar riffs. But if I have a really six synth, I'll take that same synth lead and transfer it to guitar. guitar. So do 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 you know, if you can write that on synth but can't on guitar, just learn that synth part on guitar and make it into a riff. Um, and then just as far as um, structure-wise, um, really a lot of it um, felt random. And But maybe that's part what they're going for. But personally, just as a listener, you know, that, that was a six-minute song. I would have rather it have been like two different songs that were like three and a half minutes each that really um, utilized the good the good sections like if you have like four different parts in your song um, that all are kind of like on their own like don't really coincide with each other but are on their own sound really nice put them in their own song and then kind of bridge off of what is nice about that in a song to structure a whole song out um I just think that there was there was a lot of different aspects that sound like that could have been their own song as itself, and none of it really like vibing together, um, unless that's what you're going for. But production, there's a lot of potential there. Some really cool sounds, really strong synth sound, really strong drum sounds, and the vocals. I actually like the vocals. It almost felt kind of like black metal industrially, you know. So there's a lot there that could be made um, really unique and really cool. And this person's successful. They're forty. 30,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. They have some songs, 750,000. Like, they're doing well. Um, but just to be more listenable to the masses, I think it could be structured um, a bit different and um, take advantage of those synth sounds. Honestly, you don't... Maybe do songs that don't even have synth, uh, guitars, and maybe they do have ones like that. But, yeah, Dawn of Ashes, The Serpent of Eden. Pretty cool. I like that. I like industrial aspects, just maybe not industrial structures and whatnot. But, yeah, so I, I love doing stuff like this. I love listening to a bunch of people's music, and I love being able to help people find new music that they definitely have never heard of before.
And so, um, definitely follow the podcast on here if you want to see more. And if you're a band that submitted, definitely the next episode, I'm going to go through the same list and I'll try to be maybe a little faster on the next one of playing more music. Um, but yeah, and don't take anything personally. I say, if you're on here listening to your band, it's all just my random thoughts and, you know, do what you will creatively. Um, you know, I'm very much in a band that does whatever I want. So do whatever you want. But, um, you know, I think there's the biggest thing a lot of times is like structural issues with bands or doing too much random stuff or doing not, not, um, enough stuff that's concise to the point and attention grabbing. Um, so that's overall typically what I think the issue is with a lot of younger bands or a lot of, um, bands that are trying to make it is you need stuff to grab people's attention and to be unique. And yeah, I, I enjoyed listening to this stuff and I hope you did too. And we'll see you on the next episode of the podcast. Check out burnthisworld.com slash shop. If you want me to listen to your song's uh, privately and we get on a phone call and we go through your structures and all this kind of stuff burnthisworld.com slash shop and again thank you guys for being here we'll see you on the next episode peace out